Welcome to Fast Facts. I'm Jody. I'm Shelly. We're a new media concept, a co-working space in the design district called The Slate. The most amazing people have walked through these doors. Authors. Entrepreneurs. Community leaders. Dallas natives. And guests from near and far. We're going to bring them in this room and we're going to sit them down and we're going to ask them the questions you are asking too. These will be quick so you can listen on your drive in or your drive home. We are completely off the cuff, but that is the best part about Fast Facts. And the only person you can really be off the cuff with might just be your sister. Truth. Let's see who's slating it. Okay, welcome into the media world, Jody. Oh, please, Shelly, you're my guide. Okay, so we have Blake Stevenson here for Fast Facts here at The Slate. Of course, you know she runs Modern Luxury, which is an amazing high-end magazine. Gold standard. Gold standard. But in this podcast, we're going to go a little bit beyond just the changing media marketplace and what's happening out there. We want to kind of peel back the curtain, get to know Blake herself, her life as a mom, and, and her role is taking care of aging parents right now. So last time you were here, when I got to introduce you to the slate, you were so sweet. And I, it was the first time we'd actually met, which is so strange. I know. But I'm sitting there across from you, and I don't know, I kind of, I don't know what I expected, but you were like even more lovely than I had imagined. And you were just so humble and real and just down to earth. And no, truly. And, and you, you know, you weren't like, okay, let's talk about media. You weren't. You were very much in a place worried about your mom. Mm-hmm. And I do think that there are a lot of people with ailing parents or parents that are getting older or you're trying to figure out what's what's the best to take care of the people who have loved you your whole life. Will you share just a little bit about that journey? Absolutely. It was um, it's it was transformative, I think, for everyone in my family, but um, probably more so me than anybody in the sense that um, my dad had passed away. They lived in Houston. Um, she's, um, she, she didn't even know her social security. She's not listening to this podcast. Thank God. <laughs> she didn't even know her social security number. Like self-editing, self-editing. <laughs> exactly. yes, yes. So, um, so yeah. So, um, my dad kind of took care of everything, mm-hmm. um, financially and, um, we couldn't even, we didn't even have access to the American Express to pay it. You know, so um, I went through the process of just kind of figuring all this out with her. Um, So it was very much a moment where it was like the parent and the child kind of switched roles Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. And um, yeah, yeah. I mean, looking at it today, she lives here. She's on a high rise over on Turtle Creek. She's a block away from us Um, at the same time. You know, while I was able, I was able to help her. She's able to help me in so many ways with my work schedule. She mm-hmm. she still cooks the home cooked meals and mm. really helps out my daughter. My husband travels a ton, so she's there for me in ways that we're, I valued her so much as a mom. And at the same time, you know, we're able to kind of be a team, and she's able to kind of respect what I do mm-hmm. and all that I've learned in business over the last twenty something years. I think that's so interesting. What piece of advice would you give somebody who is not, there's nothing on the horizon, so they think? Mm -hmm. You know, like, hey, everybody's healthy. Mom and dad are pushing 65, whatever. What would you tell somebody? I would, um, so my dad, he did leave a note on the computer, and it was a letter to my mom, and it was just, you know, what to do. 
And it took us a while to find that note. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I, I think it's better to plan out these things and to give passwords to somebody yeah. and to um, really just um, prepare them in that way because mm-hmm. you never know. You never know. And I think, to your point, there's, we're the sandwich generation. Yeah. Um, we're kind yeah. of at that age where, at the same time, I've got a 12-year-old. So, right. um, so you, you know, I'm juggling from both ends. Yeah, which so. is so hard. I know. And our mom helps. I feel like when you're saying how your mom is on your team, that's mm-hmm. beautiful because mm-hmm. um, what better person to, if you if you can't be the one there? I mean, sometimes Shelly and I are like, well, the dig just raise our kids. I mean, she better did a than great us. job. Yeah. We think she did a great job. <laughs> uh-huh. But, you know, I mean, I feel like, tell me more about what it means when she's on your team. Probably more than just the home-cooked meals, which sound amazing. Yes, yes. Well, um, for me, it even means more just from the sense that we bet it has a lot. We, we really did. Um, she kind of didn't get the whole career thing, mm-hmm. you know, and um, I actually felt a lot of times that I was failing as a wife and as a mother for not doing what she did all she did for me. Um, so we became a team in the sense that we respected each other. That's awesome. Um, ultimately, you know, for what we bring to the table. And it's, I mean, it's not like we're a married couple, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, you know, yeah. um, you know, and we're, uh, we're just taking care of business. Yeah. It's so interesting how relationships change through the years and, you know, time can bring you closer and you, when you're not even expecting it. So mm-hmm. that's awesome that y'all yeah. have grown closer and that your 12 year old daughter gets to be part of that. And, and yes, and exactly. She gets to see that. So mm-hmm. she sees how I'm taking care of my mom and my mom takes care of me and vice versa. And yeah, I mean, I kind of joke with her and I'm like, I hope. You're there for me one yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so let's model this. Let's so let's model, model this. this. I'm going to need help one day. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Um, does your daughter want to be a journalist? Does she? Does she, she love doesn't magazines know. You and know, print? She says, and... she says she wants to be in business. Okay. So okay. I'm not really too sure what that means. Um, it's so funny, as you probably know. You know, when she comes home from school with a, a hundred on her science test or something like that, I'm like, you can be a scientist. You yeah. can <laughs> look at that. I mean, I go there. I go every direction, and she's kind of at that age also she's rolling her eyes at me but of course um I I think I think I am having an impact on her life in some way so um I hope I hope she does whatever it is she wants to do well, so yeah and you're on the cutting edge of so much that's happening in I, Dallas. Was, I was about to say and just yeah. even like getting to meet and I, I think I could probably guess who this person is getting to meet this this player for example oh. um and letting her kind of come along the ride for some of these or getting to be at this event what is something that you like look back on and go I mean I can think of several things from TV where I'm like you know what that was the front seat to history and my kids got to be right there mm. what was a really unique time that you felt like you got to bring her alongside you well I can't think of a moment in history uh-huh. well, mine's different <laughs> news is not okay. news is not as like what do I say? Fun? It's yeah. a little more like, <laughs> no, here's the election. No, that's a big deal. But, um, you know, I mean, she's she's along with me for as many photo shoots as she yeah. wants to go along with. Um, you know, the fashion, even something fashion. as silly as like the fashion shows. I just remember her sitting front row and kind of looking and I didn't even have a seat. And she's oh. and um, you didn't even have so a seat. I she was front row. I was like working, <laughs> What's going on here? There. But um you know, the fashion industry, what's that like? How much work goes into it? What kind right. of preparation? What's mm. behind the behind the curtain? How does that all work? The choreographing. So um, she, you know, she asked a lot of questions, which is great. 
Um, so I take the opportunity, even our business, I, you know, we're, we're not really not even in the magazine business anymore. We have mm-hmm. a digital partner mm-hmm. now, so we're doing a lot of programmatic advertising, behavioral targeting. So mm-hmm. I take those nuggets and those opportunities to explain to her exactly what that is because she's on Instagram. So she yeah. sees, she sees advertising that's targeted towards her. She knows all about it revolve. <laughs> okay. That actually brings <laughs> yeah, us to a great there. next yeah. com- conversation <laughs> too, is the digital world. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember back in the day, people are like, radio is going to die. And then, you know, radio is still thriving. Mm-hmm. You still get in your car and you turn something on, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, you know, everything goes through its cycles. I personally, it's like my guilty pleasure when the magazine rolls in so that I can have a reason to sit down and flip through and just kind of escape a tad mm-hmm. or a lot as mm-hmm. much as I possibly can with my coffee. Mm-hmm. How do you feel like digital is affecting touching a magazine? Well, I mean, you said it. It's a lot of, I find picking up a magazine, it's a little bit of a break for my eyes. Yeah. Um, I'm, and maybe that's my age too, but I'm starting, it's getting harder and harder to squint and look at my phone, but you know, that's not going away either. We call it surround sound marketing. Hmm. Um, they all complement one another. And, um, I think in the luxury business as well, there's some articles that are out where there's a little bit of fatigue in, um, in luxury products and brands in a, on a digital platform. So, um, because there's, you know, so much untrust still with what you can purchase online. So totally. Um, and at the end of the day, I believe in, I mean, look, we, we're in 28 markets. Um, yeah. I wanted to ask yeah, you about that. Because you want to know what? I opened up my Modern Lux once and I saw my friend Daniela Shuffler from mm-hmm. D.C., because oh. of her aesthetic, we she has this amazing blog in D.C., and there she was. And mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. And I sent her pictures, and I kept it forever. And that's actually one of the reasons I always open your magazine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're kind of that familiar face or that familiar product when you come to this market. I yeah. mean, when we have so many people moving to Dallas in particular, I think we're benefiting from being in these other markets because um, – because people do know the brand Modern Luxury, so and yes, and so are most. So all of the content is simply Dallas and out. Because I remember there was content from outside mm-hmm. of Dallas for a so, while. So so we have um, national editorial. So our fashion content is mm-hmm. out of New York. Um, James Aguiar is our creative director there. But then we have local editors. Mm-hmm. So it's that rich combination of both. It's approximately probably fifty fifty. So, so what story would you like to tell? Do you still get to write and be part of kind of some of that anymore? Not no, really. Not, not really. really. Do you miss what, it? Um, I mean, if I have ideas, Jane yeah. and I will collaborate. Mm-hmm. Um, she's such a good writer. Um, but we do, uh, I mean, we we come up with projects together. Like, you know, for instance, the Dallas Design Fair. That's something that's big. It's on the horizon. That's going to take place in September. So um, we've been tapped as their official media partners mm-hmm. that we're going to um, craft their their program for when um, people come into the fair. So um, we work on projects like that. So for projects like that, I hire out for, for freelance writers, Got photographers, it. designers. Oh, which people are going to love. Uh-oh. Yeah. Now you're going to have all these people emailing <laughs> yes. saying, hey, can I be a copywriter for you? Exactly. Is there something that in the next year that you are allowed to talk about that you're like I know you do your your series with women mm-hmm. is is mm-hmm. there anything because because I think that what people don't realize is the impact that a magazine or really any media outlet can have like you see the tentacles of this in the community and it's not just a magazine it's a magazine that's creating leadership programs it's a magazine that's creating design fairs it's a magazine that's teaching business it's it, mm-hmm. it's so much more than that right I mean it is. It is. And it's it's a lot. of. Sometimes I feel like I'm a whack-a-ball. It's <laughs> like, how many bases can you cover mm-hmm. um, and without diluting where your, what your core mission is? Um, 
I think, you know, for for the events, like you mentioned, like Dynamic Women, it's um, maybe um, putting a little bit more into less. So <laughs> it's we do so many events, and if we can pick the ones where we're finding people are really getting something out of it, mm, you go, know, go deep. deeper, go deeper mm-hmm. with it, you know, up your game as far as your speakers go. Um, yeah. I really recognize that this last go around with our Dynamic Women event that we had at Susie Patisse's house, mm-hmm, yeah. um, who yes. discovered poopery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, that was she came up with ideas. She was going through a divorce. Yeah, so we have poopery at yeah, our house. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and 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 it's she was probably like embarrassed to pitch the idea. Okay, I have this idea. So, anyway, her story is so inspiring, and we had at that event we had a financial planner who specifically deals with women that could have people that could have helped my mother, right? Mm-hmm. Women that have no clue about their finances and need that help. And then we had Kelly McClure, mm-hmm. um, the lawyer, you know, the mm-hmm. lawyer for family law. So it was a it was a spicy dialogue. And I loved it. And and people were empowered in the room. So I'd like to see more of that. Yeah. And because and people, what have what have people responded to the most? That women's event? Or like what are people Absolutely that begging? One. Okay. Hands yeah. down. Hands hmm. down. I will say we we had one recently with the, the women at Baylor. Um the, yeah, who, who knew there were five female heart surgeons at Baylor, right? Yeah. See that's so, a, see how much fun is that? That's yeah. yeah. Just I, complete rock stars. One of them has like five kids, you know. Five so, kids. Yeah. And they spoke? Yeah. Did they speak? Yes, yes, they spoke. And there's a woman, Jessica Shep Dr. Jessica Shepard. She's actually my doctor. She's my OB. Is this um, how you found out about them? Um, that's how I met her. Yes, hmm. yes, through Baylor, and I mean, she's a fitness. She she writes for Self Magazine. She's she is a brand in herself, and she's going places because um, she just talks about women's health. And who doesn't want to talk about that? Right. It relates so, to everyone. Yep. Okay. Let's fast fact for a second. What would be one word you would use to describe journalism? Adventuresome. Adventure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I. I said the word adventuresome in my head. I saw a roller coaster. I thought you were going to say not glamorous because I think people think it's like mm-hmm. the most glamorous industry. And oh my gosh, yay for Blake. She's on the front of this, you know, amazing show. But really, Blake wants to probably be in her pajamas at home and not have <laughs> had done sometimes. and not have done her hair. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's it's just. Oh. It's the peaks and valleys of it. It's yeah. the ups and downs, but that's what gets your heart beating. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine, you know, not having that, that excitement. What's so. a designer or a place to watch for the rest of the year in Dallas? A designer? To watch. Oh, to watch. Gosh. Um, there, there's one in particular, Aaron Sander. Okay. That I'm, um, I've been following lately, and that's only because we're we're about to move. Um, we close on our house on March 29th, so um, we're looking wow. for a place to live. I know, wow. quick. We still don't have a place to live. We're ready for you can live March. in a high rise on Turtle Creek. I that's know what I heard. you know someone there. That's so yeah. funny. I thought about it too, but um, I don't know if I can be that close. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. a little too close. Right a now little for... bit too close. So. What is something? What is something? That's okay. What is something your daughter has said to you that you didn't realize was going to be like a big piece of advice or a reality check? Or like what was what's something she has said or done where you're like, wow, look at her. She's the teacher right now. Gosh, that I can think of something recent. And I, don't, I hope this isn't a long story. But um, she uh, – another girl was um, complaining about some – we're getting to an age where there's some mean girls. Okay, 12, 13, mm-hmm, tough. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying this girl's a mean girl, but she was um, talking poorly about some other girls. 
And um, Kate's response, and me, without even knowing, I knew what her response was. She said something like, I'm so sorry, but I'm, I'm here as your friend. And wow. that was all she said. But she didn't go there. She didn't go down that rabbit hole with that girl. Wow. And I thought, wow, that's amazing. And I found out a couple of weeks later from another mother that that girl, that's what she did to get other girls mad at people. Like, to, like, pick a fight. Threat, to pick a yeah. fight. And um, and so I went back to my daughter and I was like, did you know that she was like that? She goes, yes, mom. And I was like, wow. Wow. So she, she has that. Um, that's sophisticated. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's old soul. She had a measured, measured response. Mm-hmm. Wow. So. Um, and who's the funniest person you've met in Dallas? Who's like the life of the party where you're like, okay, I'm having a dinner party. This person is coming because they're going to entertain oh, all of us think on the spot reed robertson so he is a stylist here in town um if you follow us on instagram you'll see he does the takeovers for the grammys the oscars he um funniest comments ever he um he has is not shy about criticizing he should he should be on like the e-network criticizing uh-huh. Uh-huh. um um attire so love it yeah so looking back on your career one of the best days you ever had at work describe it Oh, gosh. One of the best days. One of the best days. Um, God, this is going to sound really boring. No. <laughs> if it was Actually, the best day, we, that's what we want to okay. know. Okay. It was um, when we were um, – it was in th- at Thanksgiving time when we realized we were like 14 15% up for, the, for 2020. Uh-huh. And I realized I could take a really long vacation. Amen, sister. <laughs> because I, it is a 24-7 business it is it's it is and I can actually enjoy Christmas so Aww. you know I love that great. that's a perfect way to yeah. I love that you're a family lady who's yes. rocking the business world yeah. and thank you for um letting me escape um, from my own stressors when the magazine comes to my house it is uh, like a guilty pleasure yes. well thank you for having me yeah, absolutely it's beautiful and it's awesome to meet you thank you slate it slate it